Hi, this is Dawn Wells. Guess what we're listening to? TV Confidential. Well, I didn't get a lot of fan mail. Dawn Wells, and, and uh, she got all the fan mail. I mean, she got it. Number one by far. What's happened to me is now I get all these women who come up to me and say, I had the biggest crush on you. You were my first love. I mean, I get that all the time. Now, I didn't get any fan mail then. And I, you know, I had no idea. I had no idea that uh, people were reacting to me that way. It just never occurred to me. But now I say, and that's now, what do I say now is, well, what good does it do me now, dear? Thank you. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, this is Don Wells. Guess what we're listening to? TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, and our guest Bill Funt and Kimberly Johnson, as as we remember uh, the life of uh, life and career of Russell Johnson, the actor known to three generations of television viewers as the Professor on Gilligan's Island. Now, uh, Bill's uh, teasing you, Kimberly. Okay, you may have watched The Monkees when the show was first on, but when did you first realize, Kim? that Gilligan's Island was as popular as it was around the world. When did you first realize that? I don't know. I, I really don't. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Some At some point, the retro classic TV thing started happening, and you guys would probably know better than I when that started to happen. But, but it was a hit in prime time when you were a kid, though. So, um, I mean, you I know, know... I didn't know anything else, you know. My um, my mother was a theater director and a screenwriter, and she also was an acting teacher for many, many years. And one of the best. And their friends were all actors. So I didn't really know anything else, so to me it was normal. And... Um, other people in my life have asked me that question in a way throughout my life. What was it like? And I just, I just can't answer that because I, I, my guess is, is that, you know, what was it like having your father be, you know, the, the grocer or the postman or, it, I just didn't know anything else and to me it was normal. I'll tell you something funny though. David Brinkley, who was a newscaster, but do you remember him, David Brinkley? Yeah, 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 NBC, NBC. Yeah, NBC. And he looks very much like my dad's brother, my Uncle David. And my Uncle Kenny came out to be an actor as well. And then they had their friends. So I just thought that when I was a little tiny little girl, I just thought that everybody I was related to was on TV. <laughs> so well, I and, thought and David Brinkley was my uncle for a couple <laughs> of years there. I just didn't know any any different. And Kim, as you know, uh, you know, I had the similar experience as you did growing up, and I, my answer was always the same. People said, "What was it like to have a father who was uh, famous and wealthy and on television?" And I always say, "I can only tell you my own experience." Yeah. And, it, and it's also a very different experience now because when when I was growing up, that's when it was happening, and now that I'm older. 
and it's behind me, it, it's less a part of, of I, I identify with it less now. So I, I have the same answer to that question that you do. But when you're talking about retro television, Gilligan's Island was on, and it was always on, even when it was no longer on network. Right. I mean, growing up, it was always on. If it got kicked off of one uh, syndicated deal, it, you got it on the next channel. Right. As opposed to the Monkees, where I, I know they had like a deal in the 60s for syndication, then you didn't see it, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, right. MTV picked it up. Right. And it went nuts. Well, that show was yeah. kept alive more by the records than the yeah, reruns yeah. of the yeah, show. But there was a period where you know and you the heard tours. about the show, but you never saw it. And I think well, I think CBS ran it on Saturday morning for a while during the seventies. Correct. Yeah. And then, like I said, MTV picked it up, and then uh, other shows would be in some vault somewhere, and somebody would throw it out because there was another channel and you need to fill stuff. But Gilligan, like I Love Lucy, and certain shows were always Ways there. Yeah. They were. Mm-hmm. Th- there was never. There's never been a time, at least that I know, where I couldn't find it. Now, Gilligan's Island always holds a special place for me. There was no TV in my house on school nights. However, at 4.30, we could turn on Channel 19 in Cincinnati, Ohio. We had a half hour of television. It was Gilligan's Island. It was always Gilligan's Island. I think I, I, think I can recite those episodes. And as much as I enjoyed them as a kid, I am still enjoying them as an adult. I... It's a part of my life, and I think a lot of people in my generation can say that. Oh, I, I love what you just said. I'm wondering what the statistics are. I have heard different kinds of statistics saying that uh, Gilligan's is got to be the most famous television show ever because it's in 23 countries. Wow. And I think it surpassed I Love Lucy a while back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys would, might know better than I, if that's true. I wouldn't be surprised if it is, because, you know, as Tony and Donna just said, it's it's one of the few shows that has never been off television, and and, and the premise is, is something that I can see why it plays well yeah. in other countries, and, because it's... And again, it goes back to it being the most maligned show, because you ask certain people of uh, the intellectual sect, you know, they'll say, well, because Americans are stupid, that's why it was so popular. And But it really was capturing this microcosm of Americana. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I'm remembering my history correctly, sure, the critics went after Gilligan's Island the first season. Maybe the yeah. critics didn't care for it, the public loved it, and during the second and third seasons, the critics left it alone. They yeah. didn't, basically, they didn't say anything, they let public opinion count. Yeah, it was moving up in the ratings. Um, It's funny, you had said, I think, Ed, you said something about television being sort of a a vast wasteland uh, back then, which is really funny to me because that's what what Henry Kissinger said about Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, Kim... You know who said that, right? And and uh, how his and how his name lent itself to the Gilligan creation, don't you? No. It was um Newton was it Newton Minow? Uh, what was he? The chairman of the FCC in 1960. And so when Sherwood wrote the show, he called the boat the SS Minow, not after a fish, but after this guy yeah. who said yeah. that TV was a vast wasteland. Yeah, that was uh, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, that's right. That they named it after him. That's just that's just really funny to me, but. Because I believe what Bill believes, which is I, I, it's amazing how educational television is today. 
Well, I've, I've always thought you can learn stuff. I, I have yeah. always looked at television interactively. I mean, I, there, there are enough, there, and there have always been enough shows that will engage you the way a good book will engage you, mm-hmm. you know, um, some, some more deliberately than others. But even, even within the context of situation comedy, what Sherwood was trying to do with Gilligan's Island was to comment on society in its essence. Yeah. You know, but also, I think, you know, I mean, anything that you watch, especially back then, that was so wholesome, mm-hmm. okay? It was just so wholesome. It was, I suppose, teaching people how to behave in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's very respectful and everybody's... You know, well, I mean, if you're talking about four men who don't make a pass at two beautiful women <laughs> for 15 years, that's pretty well behaved. <laughs> Well, one, one was married. Yeah, so yeah, well, yes, he said. Yeah. I said two. Throughout my life, I have had so many different people say to me, uh, oh, I had such a crush on your father. Oh, I, your father was so great looking. Oh, I had such a crush on him, which was so sweet, but also kind of irky yeah. for me. Well, so I, I have he to was say, the best looking man on Gilligan's Island. One thing that was different about your experience and mine, Kim, is that I never had anybody come up to me. (laughs) (laughs) You mean not even my mother said that? (laughs) You mean your dad didn't have like this cult funtophiles or something? (laughs) No, he was he was beautiful, beautiful to the day he passed. You know, just a great-looking man. One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer-dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, Guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.